The Insulone Podcast is brought to you by Cybionics, an emerging CGM brand that focuses on simplifying how individuals aged 18 and above monitor and control their blood sugar levels. Upon becoming available on the market, the Cybionics GS1 CGM has helped users worldwide navigate the complexities of diabetes management with more confidence and peace of mind. Thanks to Cybionics, now more people are able to view and share their real-time glucose data, receive customizable glucose alarms, and generate full AGP reports, all directly from an intuitive Cybionics app, empowering them with the necessary information to make better decisions about their health. Cybionics combines data accuracy and comfort of wear, which is important to us all, with a feature-rich app. The 14-day scanning-free and calibration-free Cybionics GS1 CGM aims to deliver reliable, seamless diabetes management experiences. For more, check out cybionicscgm.com. How's it going? It's Owen here, and this is a bite-sized episode of the Insulin Podcast, Redefining Diabetes. Every week, we'll dip back into the episode archive and get you to think and reflect once more about some of the things we've learned from the podcast over the last few years. It could be some diabetic wisdom, advice, a great guest, or even a hypo story. So enjoy this bite-sized episode of the Insulone Podcast. There was never really a point in time that I was dangerously ill with diabetes in the way I was with COVID. I actually ended up going into the hospital for something else. It was some sort of infection. I can't even remember what it was, but it was at the hospital that they did a routine urine test for, for my sugar levels. And that's how the diabetes got picked up. So, you know, I was going, you know, this whole time I had elevated blood sugar levels and I just didn't realize. So that that's, I, I mentioned that just to give you an idea of, of how different it was for me compared to the average case of diabetes and with that it took maybe a month and a half of having these symptoms to uh you know of having the ambulance called with covid having these symptoms getting gradually worse and then going into the hospital for something completely different and the diabetes being picked up so you you obviously hadn't even considered the word diabetes up to this point because from what i'm getting is you had a pretty bad case of covid it seemed as if you were kind of getting better coming around and then almost like that long covid where you you just couldn't shake it off but it was actually your diabetes symptoms <laughs> exactly and yeah as you said i hadn't even considered diabetes i didn't know anything about the condition um I'd had a friend when I was maybe 14 I had a friend uh, a close friend with type 1 diabetes but they were very private with their condition um and I really had no idea how serious it was so it was funny because when <laughs> when I was diagnosed with diabetes and I finally had an explanation for the way I'd been feeling which you know previously I'd attributed to COVID and maybe some sort of long COVID. I was actually really happy and relieved because in my eyes, diabetes, you know, in my eyes at the time, diabetes was a manageable condition. It was 
something that people live with and they cope with. Whereas the prospect of having something like long COVID that people and doctors do not know anything about was incredibly scary. So I was really, really happy, to be honest, when I was diagnosed with diabetes, because it felt much less scary and much less, um, you know, like something I'd at least heard of um, and something doctors had at least heard of. Obviously, now I realize that that maybe that was a bit too optimistic. Maybe I hadn't, (laughs) (laughs) maybe I hadn't considered the the severity of diabetes, but that was the mind frame I was in at the time. Yeah, well, it seems as if it was almost like a solid sense of relief, kind of like, oh, thankfully I don't have this kind of unknown, unpredictable long COVID. And as you say, it is something that doctors know about, which is type one. It is manageable and you're obviously managing it well so far. But what I'm thinking about is, and what I'd love to hear more about is, we were diagnosed at pretty similar ages. I was 19, you were mm. you were 21. But obviously the difference between those was the fact that I wasn't diagnosed during a pandemic. So when I was diagnosed, I could spend a few nights in the hospital. I could get my crash course in diabetes management. Friends and family could come in to see me. But you didn't have any of that. So what was your experience after being told that you had diabetes did you spend time at the hospital did you go straight home did you get that sort of crash course in in your management yeah so it was very 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 different um understandably so but it 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 was very different um yeah so what happened i was in the hospital for something something else uh just as an outpatient visit they did the urine test and then that prompted them to do a blood test. I went home and got woken up with the results the next day, and they told me to come into the hospital. As I said, as as I said before, I had you know, I had no idea how serious diabetes was, so I wasn't. I was surprised at how serious how seriously they were treating it. Um, you know, they told me usually we would have you in for a few days at the hospital, but. Um, you know, because of everything that's happening, we won't. Um, but I did go in there with my mom. They gave me an overview of diabetes. Um, they told me, you know, they showed me how to test my blood sugars. They showed me how to uh, inject myself. They told me a little bit about some of the complications and how to keep an eye on them. And um, they mentioned. Bertie and Daphne courses and they you know they said that it's definitely worth trying to look into them at the right time and then after that I was you know I was on my way (laughs) so it was all in the space of an hour I had all this information in the space of an hour it was impossible to retain it all but luckily for me my mum was there with me so she actually did an amazing job of remembering everything and relaying it to my dad relaying it to to me because I'd forgotten a lot of it and just keeping an eye on me and making sure I was okay but yeah I didn't have any time in the hospital in terms of overnight stays they were very hands-on in terms of phoning me so they phoned me every day just to ask me what my what my readings were 
and they gave me tips and advice in terms of changes I should make to to my insulin dosage and things like that but yeah I had I had no time in the hospital or crash course or anything like that yeah it's insane to hear that because when I was diagnosed I was I think I was in hospital for like three nights three whole nights and three or four days and even then when I left and I got home I was kind of like what what's what's going on here like what do I actually need to do there's there's so much to take on board and it's good that you said you kind of went in with your mother and she was there to relay the the information back to you and anything you had missed she was obviously keeping track of but what were you thinking when you first got home like when the dust kind of settled on it you'd got home from the hospital you have your insulin pens you have your blood glucose monitors what's going through your head then honestly I wasn't thinking. I think it was such a big thing that my brain maybe just went, no, we're not thinking about that. And it sounds strange to say, but I just got on with it. <laughs> like I just, I just tested myself, gave myself the injections, and I just didn't really think twice about it. I think because it was just too much to think about all in one go. I, was, I remember being slightly surprised not surprised, but slightly taken aback at just how seriously everyone else was treating it and how I think worried about me everyone was. You know, I could see how much my dad cared about me and how how worried he was for me. And, you know, my mum, when she was relaying the information to my dad, she was very clear, you know, this isn't Maya's fault. Nothing, there's nothing she could have done to prevent this. This is just something that happened. And this is what it means for her going forward. And my mum was so understanding and empathetic towards me. And, you know, she was having the reaction to the diagnosis. And I wasn't really having that reaction. I was just, um, I wasn't processing it really. But in a good way almost, because it is a lot to process. Mm. And I think it did just allow me to get on with it and to not, not dwell on it and not think not think too much about how much my life is going to change thanks for listening to this bite-sized episode of the insulone podcast and if you want to listen to the full episode you can check it out in the description chat to you soon